The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering room. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show 287 on this 23rd day of March 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code. 1420 escaped and get yourself 20% and free shipping at manscaped.com for all your personal grooming needs today. Uh, another three or four weeks, whatever we got there with Manscaped. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Dave, um, I find myself as I get older and I don't know what the hell it is. Cause I, 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 I tend to just, I, when I leave the house, I have, and I'm sure you have the same thing that the happy dance keys, wallet, phone, right? You check pockets and make sure you have everything you got to go before you leave the house and glasses or whatever it may be. As we get a little bit older, glasses are, are in the equation now, but I think I got to add a, a, a new thing now. Um, before I left the, the, the house today to go umpire some baseball, I went downtown to Doug sports to get some uh, equipment that I needed. Um, I noticed that my fly was down. Uh, and I, it, it sees me happening more, not more often than not, but there's a, there's a pretty good percentage, uh, percentile of time where I leave the house, my flies down. How many times a week when you leave the, uh, the, uh, the Dutch oven there, uh, how many times a week is your fly down? It's, it's very rare because if I'm not at work, my, my, um, I, um, Levi 501 button flies. And so when I'm walking, I can feel it. If one's down, well, like if one button becomes off and, you know, I'm so fucking slim that if, uh, if I'm walking, I, I can feel it. Like the top button's always done up. Oh, right? yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. But I can, I can feel it. Like in my work pants have zippers. Occasionally the barn door does get open, but yeah. I, I check it. And then, and then someone just always says like barn doors, I'm around guys all the time, right? Barn doors open. So yeah. Trolling for suckers yeah. or whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like the older you get, you just, I don't know why you just forget. Maybe I just got to in my head before you do. Cause maybe, cause a lot of people do do zipper button first. I I'm a button on obviously zipper optional sometimes. And I don't know what it is. Even today when I put my, um, I was getting dressed for to go out in the field there. I was on the plate the first game, and I had my jacket in on and everything ready to go, checking all my stuff, made sure everything. I looked down, yeah, fucking zippers, zippers down. I'm like, fuck me. See, I, 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 think I don't know what it is. With the zipper, it has to be locked up top because if you don't get right up top, then it just as you're moving, it becomes it, it, it works its way down. And if you hurry, oh, fuck, I got to take a piss before I take the field. And you don't have you don't lock that zipper up in 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 position. I think I think I don't know, but it always seems like it's. I, I never get barn door open like in the first part of the day. But if I if I if I have to go rock a piss, then shortly after that, barn doors open. Yeah, I don't know what it is lately, but the fly's been down more, not more often than not. But she's she's. A good forty nine point two percent of the time when I leave the house or whatever, I fuck me, and I it's like not for long periods of time, but just long enough. I haven't had anybody tell me to to hey man, your your flies down. Uh, I usually catch it myself. Maybe they they're just not telling me. Oh, the old guy's got his fly down again. Maybe maybe it's that. I don't know. I tell strangers. 
Like if I'm in a grocery store or whatever, and you no. know what? It's, it's never women. Because I'd want someone to tell me. And then like, you know, if I'm looking for stuff in the like in the grocery store or, yeah. or, or home hardware and some guy and we happen to like hey, barn doors open. Ooh, geez, thanks. Everybody is appreciative. No one has ever given me I don't me know a nasty if I could look. do that. I don't know if I could tell someone that. I'm I'm a little bit uh, I don't know how I can say this because I you know I uh, do a podcast for 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 you know a couple three days a week whatever it oh, is. Oh, I'm here for the people. <laughs> I I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could say it. I why I, don't I, you? I'm the... not because I'm not one for confrontation. Not confrontation, but not one but... for awkward awkward conversation. I'm not one for awkward conversation. It's not awkward at all. Like, and I don't I don't joke with them about them. Like as I'm walking by, barn doors open. Oh, geez, thanks. And that's it. No more words ex- No more words exchanged. I've said it to people I've never seen, it, seen again in my life. Well, I think it's, I think that's uh, being a good citizen. Like maybe might be the next, next mayor of Lethbridge for that kind of a deal. Cause it's, uh, something's got to be done just to be I'll good. tell you your barn door is open. Yeah. There, there's my slogan. Barn the, door the, is the, open. The hard car conversations. Yep. And I'm here. To I'll have you. the hard conversations. <laughs> Dave Van Robes, the double point at the, at, on, on the pitcher. No, we'll no, no, no. I don't make a big deal about it. Like, yeah, it's not like I slap him on the back with a sign saying barn door open. Oh, fuck you should. That'd be quite funny. Anyways, no, that's mean. That's mean. Yeah. But if you can't laugh, the misfortune of others. So who can you laugh at, really, when it comes down to it? Anyways, Dave, the uh, World Baseball Classic wound up on Tuesday night. Uh, it, it's almost like the NFL guys were scripting this one as well because the way it the way it turned out with Otani getting the chance to uh, pitch against his teammate Mike Trout, uh, two out, top of nine, uh, one run ball game, nobody on, on and on. The, the double play that got the guy off base and Mookie and the home run that Schwarber hit in the eighth, not unbelievable at bat that Schwarber had. I don't want to get into the, the analytics of it all and, and, and the, the, the the play-by-play breakdown of, of, of the game, but the way that game finished out and the way it all turned out for baseball and for the World Baseball Classic with having two of the biggest, well, the most populated nations who, who play baseball and having the most uh, television set on in the history of baseball watching that game it couldn't have turned out any better for baseball than it did on tuesday night yeah exactly this is sport this is sport everybody the eyeballs were there unfortunately not mine because it happened to be on tuesday which i had a curl so i could not watch i had to watch highlights later on but like you know to all those naysayers the pundits the whatever the uh, this is just a waste of time. Go fuck your hat. Then don't watch it. Let the rest of the globe, like you said, baseball for a couple days became a global sport, not an American sport. And that's awesome for any sport. It's awesome for sports fans. It's clearly awesome for the players. And the way it came down with Otani versus... uh Trout to finish the game, the, the the tournament. It was it was high drama, and it was riveting, and it was great. No, oh, it was fantastic. I, I was I was glued to the old television set and that, and went. I was downstairs. I folded everything up downstairs. They had the studio all different and everything else. I, I was watching a baseball game like it was the World Series. It was it was unbelievable. And that at that last at bat, Otani tuned it up to 100 miles an hour, and the kid who started for for for, for Japan throwing 102 early. He's only 21 years old. Like holy cow! And it was unbelievable to watch. And then, like I said, the Schwarber home run to to get it close in in the in the eighth and then the ninth. And you had Trout up there. And 
and that just shows how hard hitting is like it's 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 hard to hit and the the, the stat that came out afterwards that uh there's only been like three times ever in Trout's career where he didn't make contact. I, on, I read that on an at bat, right? He has over six thousand at bats in his career, yeah, and he's struck out um, without making contact only twenty four times. And he, like, and he got some pitches to hit Otani. Otani for the, a couple of fastballs, he said hit it, and he he weren't and he weren't close. And he's like, holy cow! And you got you got to think Trout's think, thanking his lucky stars. He doesn't got to hit against that guy. This season, next year, he probably will. But uh, David, no, it was a great exhibition of sport, and it was fantastic to watch. And it was great to see. And the thing I like about it, and we'll talk about how how other sports should do it, I don't think the World Baseball Classic brought in a ton of new fans. Like, I, I don't think that that happens. On, on, I completely disagree. Well, let, just let me, I, I think it brings in a, uh, people, observers. Like, it brings in some observers that that, that won't watch again uh, for quite some time. But what I think the World Baseball Classic did is it brought fans from the inside out. And it brought a lot of fans who might watch 10 games a year into 40 game a year people. And I think that, that uh, like, we'll get into the, ho- the hockey, what I want to talk about. But I think it, like, it brings in people outside in for a little bit and then they'll disappear again but i think it brings in it grows the game from the inside out a lot more than what people think yeah the way you put that i i i, I agree more with what you said than uh, my immediate rejection of whatever you were going to yeah, say it's like just jumping <laughs> no uh, you're wrong okay sorry it, it brought a lot of <laughs> it, it brought a ton of fringe fans to the to the tv screen yeah and those are important fans. Those are the fans that you want to make more diehard. Those are the fans of sport that, you know, may just watch the World Series and like, you know, like your Pittsburgh fans, your, your, um, your Marlins fans, your whatever, your, your sh- people that like baseball, but don't really care that much Mm -hmm. but now because it was high stakes and you see the highlights and you see the emotions of the players and you see that it matters to them and then as a fringe fan if it matters this much to the players then it matters to me as 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 a sports fan and 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 the the joy and emotion of the players um to the semifinals as as we got closer to the end of this uh this tournament it was how much it meant to the players not translates into it, the crowd yeah was it was apparent right yeah. and the and, and and the emotion on the field uh like you said pushes into the emotion in the crowd the crowd was electric for those those semifinal games and and Unreal. and obviously the final game and it's 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 great to see and you know just, not just baseball that's that's sport at its finest best on best and like People can make arguments. This guy wasn't here. This guy wasn't. Here. Doesn't matter. You know, it was two really good fucking teams going at it and caring, and and they cared because they had the 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 country on the front, not a dollar sign at the end. Yeah, no, it was great. To, it's great to see. And then the next day, the, the headlines were up there that Connor McDavid. He watched the game that night, and I I was unaware that Connor McDavid. Why would I know that? Why he's a baseball guy or not? Or maybe he's not. He just that this is on. But it's time that the NHL and I really believe this. And we I've thought this for a long time. One of the greatest exhibitions of hockey I ever saw in my life was the 1996 World Cup of Hockey, and it was fantastic. Yes, it's only eight nations and everything else, and then there's only eight nations who are actually. And it's it's it's, it's horrible to say there's eight to ten nations who are any good at hockey. 
hockey. So maybe we should keep it that way. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, McDavid, he's one of the greatest hot well he's the greatest hockey player to play the game he plays video he's playing at video game speed got his 60th goal last night and everything else and and he said it's time we got to get this done we got to we got to start playing best on best hockey i haven't had a chance to really do it he had that cockamamie thing in 2000 fucking 14 or 15 whatever it was the young guns the young guns thing and then they had they had team europe and that that world cup of hockey that betman thing like just an absolute absolute joke of a, of a tournament that nobody cared because it's a joke. It was a joke of a tournament. And you know, this uh, hockey has a situation now where there's a passing of the torch with Ovechkin's going to be leaving the next couple of years. Sidney Crosby's going to be leaving the next couple of years. Uh, hockey's had a really good opportunity here with Crosby to uh, pass the torch per se to team Canada, uh, a best on best thing. Yes. COVID got in the way. I, I get that, but it doesn't seem like the NHL gets it and, and they, they don't see how this best, best on best stuff can grow the game. And I, I, and this is another thing. I think hockey's trying to find fans that will never watch hockey. Whereas fans, what, what they need to do is focus on guys like you who used to watch hockey a lot more and, and get them to watch, to watch more. And maybe something like a best on best might draw some more interest. Without a doubt, because like I just said about the baseball classic, you know, the, the, the emotion and, and how they're playing the game and they're playing it for each other is, is ridiculously entertaining. The emotion, it, it even translates to the, the screen, you know, and for hockey, I don't necessarily care. I prefer it be the Olympics. I really would, uh-huh. but I also do understand why owners don't want to shut down the league for, for two and a half weeks the, you know, that, that is a drag. Yeah. And then it's also a drag for the players especially the players that aren't on the team, right? So they got, well, maybe it's great for them because they got a vacation, but now they have a compressed schedule. Yep. They have to, there's less off days, there's less, the less this, less, less that. Let's have a scheduled every two to three years World Cup of Hockey. And it doesn't, like when we were kids, Canada it was Cup, man. Cup. Like I'll never forget as long as I live. Yeah. With Lemieux, Gretzky, and Howard Chuck trailing, right? Like, like you're getting that. that that's there. now 36 years ago, right? Yeah, and I, I know. It, I, I still yeah. know to this moment exactly where I was when Canada scored that goal, and and it's still it's and, and it's not only one of the greatest moments in in uh, Canadian hockey. It's one of the greatest moments in hockey, and it's Gretzky, Lemieux, and two of the best ever, you know, Mount Rushmore kind of guys. And hockey's just blowing it right now by not doing something to get these guys on the ice somehow, some way, and 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 to and if they, yeah, it's not a goal and. <laughs> This might sound shitty. Hockey's not a global game. It never will be. It, it's just it's just not. It, it well, never, because there's not ice everywhere. There's not right? ice everywhere. And it's just not. Like and, only 20% and, and of the population. And how they're and how they're trying to grow the game. And this is what this is what I get when I my my statement about baseball. Like how hockey is trying to grow the game from the outside in doesn't make sense. They gotta go from the inside out and and make it more accessible to people who play it, people who watch it, people who enjoy it and get them back into the game a little bit more instead of trying to get some guy in fucking Australia to watch the game. They don't care, man. They don't, and they never will. You might get a, a fringe group who go to the local pub on a Saturday afternoon and find a game somewhere. But, but you're gen- not growing the game. But there you're not Australia. growing the game yeah. there. You're not. And and hockey's been trying to do that for so long since Bettman got in there, and Bettman's done a lot of good for hockey. I think he's a 
jack fucking ass but whatever it's my opinion i'm entitled to it but um they're trying to grow the game to people who are never going to watch and i don't understand what the point is we live in it we live in a in a, a place in the world dave that isn't far from the united states border we could go to a certain states where they don't care and they never will even in montana they kind of watch but they don't really watch and it's just right there it's two hours away they don't care quit trying to go the game people who are never going to care exactly bring the people people back that that actually care that's 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 a good thing because as opposed to to looking for the the revenue streams and trying to trying to squeeze a little bit more uh juice out of those uh fans that are already in it right they're gonna but the fans that aren't in it the fans that are gonna that you want to sell the streaming service to in five years in 10 years where's their memories of sitting and watching a game like you know my kid doesn't watch a game with me not that i watch that many but he won't but if canada's playing us in the finals He's sitting down and watching with and that, And that's the thing. Like, you, you can say that, like, the, the biggest hockey rivalries will be Canada-Russia, Canada-USA. And that's just what it is. And that's, what's all, it's going, that's what it's going to be till me and you are both fucking dead and gone. Because that, that's only 40 to 50 years from now, whatever it may be. And, but, and nothing is going to beat that in the next 40 to 50 years. Sweden gets in there once in a while, but Sweden never wins because of too many fucking Swedes. The Finns get in once in a while. The Slovaks get in once in a while and, and, and the like. But in general, the two biggest rivalries are Canada-Russia, and Russia can't even play anymore because there's sanctions and everything else that's going on in, in the world with the Ukraine war and everything else. But the biggest hockey countries in the world are Canada-Russia and Canada-United States. So why not just promote that and make sure that they're playing a best on best at least every four years? You know, and and let's at not, least. and let's let's not d- discount the the Swedish or Finnish fans too, because you know, obviously with the it. time difference, I don't know how much NHL hockey those those people actually watch, but I, I I'm gonna guess, and I have no no way of knowing this. That when it is international competition and the and the Swedes are playing Canada, they want to watch that. Hundred percent. They want to watch this, you know. And and Germany and Switzerland are both um, making strides over the last. Like yeah, the World Juniors over the years, Swiss Swiss have been making ways and upsetting the team here and there. They they never end up winning fuck all, but they 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 win a couple games. They scare some teams and they they get into a bronze medal situation. And, and same with the Czechs, right? And the, the Czechs, Czechs the same way. So, yeah. And, and the thing is, like even like the World Baseball Classic, Dave, there was a lot of teams, Canada included, who who were not going to win that thing. They weren't. And that, and that's just fact. And it's not it's not saying that they're 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 bad baseball players. They're just not as good. Um, hockey has to quit trying to fucking do something that they're not. Yes, you you put out the best ten teams you can out there because there's actually more countries now, Dave, than there were when the Canada Cups were happening. There's more countries that like they're just because the splits of everything else, right? <laughs> Geography. Well, even back in the day, the Canada Cup days, it was Canada Russia because the USA, no yeah. USA were like was competitive, but they didn't have a chance. The Czechs were okay. The, the Czechs, this, yeah, but this, that was this it. Was yeah. Czech, this was the Czech. This was Czechoslovakia, not even the Czech Republic. Right. This right? was before. So, this was before the wall came down. The wall right? came down. The yeah. Split, this the was USSR. Right? CCCP. Yeah. 
That always confused me when I was a kid that there was US, USSR, but it was CCCP on their jerseys. I mean, I, I have no idea. I still don't know, but yeah, it's uh, can't like hockey has to find a way to get back doing it because they're losing a whole generation of of uh, of memories like like your son Jasper, who would have been my age uh, back then in the in the '87 Canada Cup because I was 13 years old, right? And I remember this to this day. And they're 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 going to have a a, a ten year span where Connor McDavid has not played a best on best situation, where Sidney Crosby hasn't played the end of his career, where Alex Ovechkin hasn't played the end of his career for his country, which he dearly loves. And hockey is completely fucking blowing it by by. And I don't know what the reasoning is. Yes, we can blame COVID a little bit, and yes, the other federations, but figure it out, man. You got to figure it out. One hundred percent. Because let's say you're a Canucks fan. Let's say if you're uh, um, uh, a Senators fan, whatever. One guy on your team is on the national team, and now you have a hockey memory of your team uh-huh. winning, right? Um, not every team can win, and we all know in every pro- professional sports, there's always the, the that bottom third. That's never going to win. Like the 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 planets are going to have to align, and the sun is going to have to shine on that. But let's dog say in down. Ottawa, like like if in in Ottawa, the Brady Kachuk, yeah, he's American, I get it. But let, let's say that Brady Kachuk is playing, and some some kid from St. Louis says Brady Kachuk's from St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. He's playing for Team USA. That's something that he'll he'll he'll. Uh, hook his wagon to and then he might you know he might end up being a uh ottawa senators fan like it's 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 not i don't think it's that hard to figure out that you you need to get eyeballs who want to watch the game onto it don't try to get eyeballs who aren't watching the game like it's not like i'm promoting this fuck our podcast on the fucking cooking network you know get get people who want to watch it to watch it i don't think it's that hard and, and it's the owners of the league because, like, who's going to get the money? Who's going to pay for insurance? It's all about the fucking dollars yeah, and cents. Business, and, right? and, like, you know, an emotion doesn't matter to them. And and I understand it. But, you know, at the end of the day, the emotion should carry some water every now and then. And, and the enjoyment of the fans should carry a shit ton of water for them. Just because that money isn't going directly into your pocket but this eventually weekend, it will. It will. You know, you're sowing the seeds. And then when they become fans, they're going to continue to be fans. And they're going to follow more. They're going to watch more. And then there's there's your dollars and cents coming back. You know, like, I don't know if there's any... I, I pick on this team all the time because I, I can't fucking stand what that owner has done to the Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, uh, I don't know who built that barn. I can't imagine this guy did. Um but then just destroying it, his it, team. it would have been it would have been government funds. That's American. Americans yeah. do that a lot more than Canadians do. For the, sure. the, the, the pirates in Cincinnati Reds. It's just an absolute travesty what's happening to those once proud franchises with owners that don't give a fuck about putting a competitive yeah. team. You know, I, I at least those players now, if if one or two, I don't know who was on any team, but if, if some some pirates fans, uh sorry, some pirates players or some Reds players were on the, on on any of those international teams. Good for them, actually. I get it. It was only for two weeks in spring training, but they got to play meaningful baseball for a change, and they got to feel what it's like. So that helps too. Yeah, like it's it's so. And talk about the Reds for half a second, David. I I don't know why I, I thought about this, but like Joey Votto's on the twilight of his career, and. Uh, 
injured a little bit now and then. He's a Canadian guy, obviously. But uh, the, the the Reds management is open to, to trading him off now. They should have done that three fucking years ago and said, get rid and get some assets. Now, now you have an aging asset who ain't going to do anything so now that the reds are just blowing it again with their with their most valuable player with their only face of their franchise and, and there's yeah we can probably get rid of him now what are you gonna get for joey Votto now at 25 mil per what are you gonna get yeah like and you know and, and you know he used to be a red ass now he's beloved by everybody because he doesn't take himself so seriously yeah. he's there for the fans he's like there's no one better for the fans like the the, the shit i see that guy do he's funny to me yeah, he's, it, it's he's funny different. and it's hilarious and and he's beloved and and like you say like what are you gonna do like trade him for what a, a third round pick you can't trade for picks in baseball because no, they're even gold. a top t- a top ten isn't a guaranteed anything. Yeah, they're, they're, they they treat them like gold, and then they treat them like shit when it's all when it's all said and done. They don't let them play for five years because there's a how it all works out. No, but hockey, Gary Batman's got to figure it out. The the the, the owners got to figure it out. They got to start getting eyeballs on it. Uh, hockey's in a, in a very good state right now. I don't think the game's better. It's a better product, but I don't think the game's better. Like the the television thing is, I don't think it's as good. There isn't. There's some. There's just things missing. We talk about that a lot on our show. But hockey's got to figure it out, or else they're they're going to lose an entire generation of fans like your son that just aren't going to care and and won't have those those uh, those Kodak moments and the like because they, they're they're passing they're passing them by. There's no doubt about that. 2010 is it's already 13 years ago it's 13 years ago right the golden goal is 13 years ago and sid isn't the kid anymore and it's as simple <laughs> yeah. as that. It's as simple as that. And the, the rest of the hockey, the hockey world doesn't get a chance to see McDavid play. Like you say, you don't know what the time zones are and if they're watching NHL hockey uh, over over in Sweden and Finland and everything else because they have their own leagues in, that go on. So uh, like the rest of the, the, ho- the people who actually watch hockey aren't getting a chance that isn't four in the morning to watch this guy play hockey. And, and, and that's a shame. And, and hockey is completely fucking blowing it, blowing it. Yeah, and you know, like me not being a hockey uh, honk or whatever like that. Just the thought of having McKinnon and Drysaddle, uh, uh, sorry, McKinnon and McDavid on the same line mm-hmm. with whoever. But all I Put all McCarr I want to back end and with McCarr on the back end, like you Jeez. know, Canada doesn't have the that? best goalies. Yeah, exactly. And 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 they who can, can fucking hang? Maybe, okay. Yeah, like seven four, baby, like seven six. I don't care. <laughs> seven, it'd be seven six. But those fuckers have so much skill and are so fucking fast. Like it's it's to have them together to have such elite talent playing together. You just honestly want to know what that might look like. Yeah, baseball figured it out last last week. I mean, they they they, they caught lightning in a bottle. Obviously, having Trout and Otani finish it off. That's a, a script made in Hollywood. Obviously, maybe maybe it was. Maybe the NFL scriptwriters were in on that. Who knows? The fix might have been in. But uh, no, it was great. It was a great finish to the World Baseball Classic uh, for a baseball dork like myself. It was known. It was it was fantastic. And the people who just uh, average baseball fans were watching it too. And it's it's been the talk of the baseball world when it's around the field today. People were like, "Did you see that?" Yeah, it's, it was great. It was great. And, you know what? and, and hockey doesn't have have that have that kind of chatter it doesn't and then i also as to that world baseball classic do you know who nobody's talking about the home plate umpire that at bat with trout he nailed every fucking pitch he got every call right yeah and he was good, good he, and the guy the, the announcer i can't remember who the umpire was i should i should know the name considering i'm an umpire um it doesn't <laughs> the 
<laughs> the announcer was saying he's got tight tight strike zone. Lance Barkdale. Lance Barksdale, that's who it was. Uh he said he's got a tight strike zone. No, he had a, he had the right strike zone. He had the right strike zone. And it was yeah. he was he was good all game long. Like he had a really good game. And uh yeah, you know, it was fantastic. I don't know if you like how much you, you heard of it, the like if you watched WBC in 30 or whatever it was, but the final, but uh there was a couple of cheesy remarks that the announcer had that I was like, okay, like fuck off. Like he goes, America shortstop. Shut up. Uh, talking about Trey Turner. Like, it's like, oh. okay, he's he's really good. And I get it. And it's baseball. Like, it's Team team USA. and But he's not America's shortstop. Like, he's just, fuck off. And then they kept uh, saying the two, the two best players in baseball. There's a guy who's not too bad who wears pinstripes. So they, should, they probably should have just two of the best players in baseball with Otani and Trout, right? It well, was just... It's just you could kind well, of word things a little bit judge, differently. Yeah, Judge is the best home run hitter in baseball. He's one of the top, like he's one of the top fielders in baseball. But anyway, it doesn't much matter. I, I just, no, I just, no, no. Like the Yankees are more important to him than the the sport or his country, and that's fine. You can there might have been something to contract, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Right? It's one of those things. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I, I don't care. Like I, I care less who plays those teams. Like I just rather watch good baseball, and it was great to watch. And, and it was good baseball. It was. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code one four two zero Scaped at Manscaped.com today and save yourself twenty percent on uh, and free shipping on all their men's personal grooming products today make Get yourself look good for the springtime coming up soon speedo season's coming up it'd be really bad to see the fucking curlies coming out of the hammock there guys so oh man i used to hate that i remember when i was a kid like i don't fuck i, yeah, I never wore cares. speedo in my life no i never did either but there were there, there were some guys there were some guys at the old fort mcleod pool back Those in all the, the all the all the european men they eh, like the they, guys who are in their 60s now because i'm 48 and when I was a kid at the pool, like I was, I don't know, five, six years old, whatever it was. And you, you even know what pubic hair was. And you've seen these hairy beasts, like, what the fuck? And like, you look back now, you're like, now that you what have that skin. Why do wear the Speedos? I don't know. They love the Speedos, those hairy old men. Ah, too many Swedes. I don't know what it is. It's just... no, they're not Swedes. We're talking Eastern. We're talking, yeah, I ain't blonde. Oh, those guys. Yeah. yeah the Greeks. Big. The Greeks. Fuck, well, where do you stop shaving if you're Greek? Right? Not your eye to keep going, man. It's a head. Well, you just put on a t you gotta shave when you have a t-shirt, and then once you hit the collar, that's where you stop. Deanne's brother's uh he's a he's a hairy human being. There's no getting around that. He's uh he's a hairy guy, old James Michael. Yeah, you don't see too many bald Greeks rolling around. No, like James and like her dad has a full head of hair. Like it's fucking it's impressive. Thick and he's because he's 60. Oh Jesus. 67 now, I think he is. He's got a a full head of hair. Like it's still growing in. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I imagine his eyebrows are just like a couple of fucking. No, I he he. I think he 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 gets those trimmed on a consistent basis at a, at a barber, like we talked about last week. Whatever. Well, I thought it was, he doesn't have the manscape. I don't think there's a manscape thing for your eyebrows. Is there? Well, you They're just use the trimmer. Like if you, if you got something for your ears and your nose. Yeah. 
And for sure, just use the the hedge trimmer. I really got to do a little more research what Manscaped actually has. I mean, they've been with us for about a year now, and I, I should really figure out what they what else they sell. I know they got lots of good stuff. I just uh, haven't just I only ever use the free stuff that they send us. So whatever. Well, yeah. So like, get a, yeah. Let, let's talk about getting these dad uh, maybe some Manscaped for the eyebrows for. There we go. Uh, Be happy is is Father's Day gift coming up right away. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at seatgeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase of any tickets to any show concert game whatever you're going to baseball season's right around the corner dave might as well get some baseball tickets uh, if you're going to travel this summer get them at seatgeek.com today uh dave we brought up otani earlier on in the show in the first segment there about uh his showdown with his teammate mike trout he's going to be a free agent this uh this offseason coming up He's playing for 30 million bucks this year. He went to arbitration. I don't know how you can have an arbitration hearing with a guy that no one's ever seen before and how that's ever been done before. Uh, so we, we can talk about that in a second. But he's uh, slated to make $30 million this year. I think he'd make four last year, four million bucks last year. And he was making 700 grand the year before. Like it's been an escalating pay raise over the years, but he hasn't made a bunch of money playing baseball. He is looking to get a very hefty raise, I'm thinking, next offseason. Is there is there a chance, because he's only 27, 28 years old, is there a chance that he could be looking at the first professional athlete, looking at a number with maybe a B at the start of it? Pay that guy as much as he wants, as much as he wants. Like, and then I I don't know what the number is. I don't know where it starts. I don't know what it finishes, but like, and then, and then they got to get creative because there is no more famous ball player on this planet right now. Everybody in the U S knows him. Yeah. Everybody in Japan knows him. Everybody in like everybody who is a baseball fan of any country that was in this world baseball pl- classic knows Shohei Otani. They know, I would say 75% know his first name and last name. He is that big. He is the biggest star this game has ever produced. The sport of baseball has ever produced. And, you know, at his trajectory, I don't know how long he can be this effective pitching and hitting. But he's the shit on on the mound at the plate. He is the shit. He's worth every penny. He's the most valuable product ever in baseball history. Like he's not the best pitcher in baseball, but he's not out of the top eight, right? He's not the best hitter in baseball, but he's not out of the top four. 
You know what I mean? Like, so he's he's so, so fucking good. At but he's like, but so it, and like I said, like the arbitration hearing that he didn't that it didn't even go to arbitration last year because how would you go into an arbitration hearing with with two sides who've never seen these before? Like how you could go to a a, a in front of a judge who who figures this stuff out and say, okay, we have this guy who has a this ERA, he pitches and he hits and they, what? Because a judge wouldn't fucking well, they, they probably know, but but like, like they they did something that was that's never been seen before. So how they came up with that number thirty million was probably a, a deal. Considering you gave judge forty million, all he does is hit. Like it's 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 absolutely insane what this guy might get and what what he might be worth. Like if if he was uh, just a hitter, he'd be a thirty million dollar player, right? He he would be. If he was a pitcher, he's probably making what he, not what Scherzer and Verlander make because Cohen paid overpaid a little bit for those guys, but he'd be what uh, uh, Garrett Cole makes for the Yankees at thirty five million. So right there, he's sixty five million bucks with that. And what it does, it also it, it it changes the roster a little bit because you you can add an extra roster a roster player to your team because he's taking up two roster spots that you normally wouldn't have. You know what I mean? Like, so now you have that, uh, you can add another guy. He's the unicorn. He's like the he's... unicorn. Like, he, like, and the comparison to Babe Ruth, that's got to stop. Because Ruth only pitched two years for the Yankees. Now it's all fucking enough. Enough of that. But it, this guy, if you think, because Judge got 40 a year for nine, he got offered 428 by the Padres. Is, is this guy going to be offered 67, 70 million bucks a year? And he's five years younger than Trout. Yeah. Right. So you give him and Trout's a nine. Trout's making forty-two, I think. Yeah, and and then Trout at the end of his at, at the end of his deal, he's forty, right? Forty, thirty-nine. Yeah. But like, so you can sign Otani to a ten-year, and then you can obviously just write things in like uh, what happens when he's done pitching. Because he's probably going to hit longer than he's going to pitch. Yeah, that's that's. Baseball. Or it might come out of the bullpen. Who knows? Or 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 or, or, or maybe he gets stronger. Like maybe he finds uh, fountain like, of youth. A fountain of youth, because you know, with uh, I'm guessing he takes care of his body. I'm guessing he has all the workout regimens figured out. Maybe he can do both. Like because all the the pitches you just mentioned, like. Uh, Scherzer and Verlander, like they're in their late thirties and still forties. They're in their forties, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, like so. So, who knows how long he can do both? And at the end of the day, like, like his production on the mound and at the dish, it's unprecedented. There, there's no more. Like he's Michael Jordan. There's no more recognizable. Person, yeah. There's no more recognizable person playing the sport. Period. Maybe I'm not going to say ever, but I'm going to say ever. Well, it's because, ever because like, it, it's 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 ever for the simple reason, Dave. There's there, there's more eyeballs and screens, right? There there's just more, and then that's just the way it is. And he's so marketable, and it and like you you look how successful and how uh, uh, how marketable Ichiro Suzuki was for years in Seattle because they have. Uh, a Japanese fan base. They and there's lots of tourism that happens from Japan over in Seattle. This could end up being like, Seattle's got a really good, good, good baseball team. If Seattle gave this guy seventy million bucks, it ain't gonna hurt their franchise. 
it, it, it can only help. I think the fact that he's Japanese doesn't even matter anymore. This guy is a global superstar right now. He's it like, doesn't he's, hurt. He's like Lionel Messi and Ronaldo. Like he's transcended the game. How marketable and how people that don't follow baseball know his name. Uh, that's it's... that's how big he is, I believe. And 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 so whatever whatever they pay him, I'd imagine he's going to make just as much as in, in endorsements. Whatever, like he should, he's not, he he's, he's literally bigger than the game. And you don't see, and we're, and we're, I think we're extremely lucky as sports fans to see someone like this. It's too nice buried in Anaheim right now. Like really? Yeah. Like, like he's. Because people, he's, people on, on the West Coast or the East Coast, sorry, they, his game started at 10 o'clock. They're in bed. Right. So how many, yeah. how many, how many games is a person from fucking Pennsylvania watching Shoyo Tani pitch for uh, against the Oakland A's on a fucking Tuesday night? Right. So, yeah. So I think. So is that going to be a thing where he's going to end up on the East coast just for marketability? And cause that, that all, that all comes to, into play and don't, don't pretend it doesn't. Well, no, no. And I, I 100% agree, but at the end of the day, like it's going to depend on, on what he wants. Is he want to change the title? Like what I, what I think is going to happen is what well this is what I would do if I was in his camp. I go let's just sit here and then people can come and and lay lay it down. Like what do you what do you got for us? What are you going to pay us? And then what's the direction who's going to be managing this team? Who's going to be on the team and this. And then if you if you if and and then put outs in the contract. He has every right to choose exactly where he wants to play and and for how much. Because I don't know how much winning is important to him. He's a competitor. He's playing a, a sport at the highest level. And I'm sure he wants to win a title. I, I'm sure he I, wants I, to have I a think, World Series title. No, I, I think I, winning a World Series is obviously going to be important. But I think winning the World Baseball Classic, to, like for, the, for, the, for some of those countries, it's huge. Like, it's a lot bigger than I think we believe. Like I think winning something like that because they have their own baseball league and everything else over there. And but I think winning the World Baseball Classic is huge to him. Uh, a a a World Series would probably be the uh, the cherry on on the on the Sunday kind of a deal. Uh, like you, you just wonder what because I was talking to Landon Barassa, pitcher pitches for the Winnipeg Gold Eyes independent leagues today, uh, having a chat with him, and he goes, the thing about Otani and the, the, the Japanese pitchers, they throw so much at a young age and they pitch a lot of innings and a lot of bullpens they don't get hurt as much like the 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 tommy johns are a lot less than this guy this guy landon's more of a baseball dork than than i am and he was telling me stuff i was like yeah that's a good point and he was saying that these guys don't get hurt that much like they they obviously do it's not a a a one-off if they do but he says these guys are pretty durable and they, they last for a long long time so if this guy can pitch for another fucking 10 years like who knows? Like I don't know. Like he'd only be thirty-seven years old or whatever it is. That's nothing. And did he have Tommy John? Like like in his second year? Did like did he? There was a situation. I don't know if he got it or not. I don't. Know. We have to get our fact checkers. But he uh, but he hurt. But he to get hurt, on that. Right. There was yeah. a situation. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. So he recall, might already have his Tommy John already done with. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and then since that, he's won a league MVP. But you look what he was right, throwing to 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 uh, Trout the other night. And Trout was just clueless up there. Like, just fucked. He was guessing. Yep. 
he swung at everything, like well, except for called straight. Well, no, he did swing at called straight. He swung every three, all three pitches. The only one, yeah, there, there was, there was, there was one that was off the plate, and then he spiked one that really got Trout thinking a little bit. What was going to happen in the next one? It, yeah, this guy, because you you think about it, you remember back was it 2001 when A-Rod got that that first big contract at 22 or 23 million bucks a year and remember like what the fuck is that that's 20 years ago that was Texas sending him or from Texas. Seattle yeah. yeah yeah and everybody's like Jesus 22 23 whatever it was 250 million dollar contract 250 and then he got another 250 from the Yankees, from the Yankees. he opted out and everything else like it would only stand to reason this guy's gonna get 60 million a year. He's whether you like it or not, he's the face of baseball right now. And like, how can you not be excited about watching that guy play the game? He's he's so ridiculously good. He's so ridiculously good. He's 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 something we've never seen in our lifetime. Um, being dominant at the dish and and he steals bases, right? Like, you know, yeah, it's everything. Like, he's He's Mike Trout, and he pitches. He's Mike Trout, and uh, who, who's a pitcher you want to throw in there? I'll, I'll say Garrett Cole just because, but he's got some personality. Yeah. Cole, Cole's got the personality of a wet fucking drape, that guy. Jesus, cheer up, my fuck. I saw a thing today on the Twitter thing. Garrett Cole, he has the three highest uh, Ks per nine inning in Yankees history, like seasons. Like, the, the three yeah. seasons... But those that's stats mean not mean anymore because everybody strikes all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's that's also true, and I get it. But still, it, it, he's, it, a, he's a great it, it pitcher. Like he's a bit. great thought, pitcher, uh, but he just um, he just he doesn't move the needle uh, for me. Clemens would have been up there or something like that, but Louisiana Lightning would have been up there. I don't know. That's uh, uh, no. I I who if if you're a betting man, you're going to put uh, down twenty bucks. Right to, uh, tomorrow, and where, where Otani is going to be playing Dodgers. this time next year. You think of the Dodgers? I would say the Dodgers. Just going up because, the highway, and that's it. Well, because they need something, right? The Dodgers are well, on the downhill down- slope a little bit. They're on the downhill slope, obviously. Um, and, you know. Uh, Marketability that he would have there with the Dodgers compared to the Angels. Ridiculous. And then he wouldn't have to uh, relocate. He can well just bring maybe a longer cab ride. I don't know where the fuck he lives. They helicopter, um, man. <laughs> Those Diego, guys fucking yeah. San Diego will make a push. San Fran will make a push. I, I imagine he wants to stay on the West Coast. Um I don't know why, but that's what I think. I think uh I don't think he's gonna end up with the Padres. Um, I think he's going to end up with the Dodgers or the uh, or the Giants, and then perhaps a team like the Mets. Cole's yeah, got deep pockets, right? Like yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to go to either New York. I don't team. think he goes to New York. I, I really maybe I maybe uh, maybe the Rangers, maybe the Astros. The, the Rangers seem to spend money foolishly for some reason and and never get. Well, they were they've been close a few times, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy what this guy's doing and and how he just 
and how he looks so calm doing it and how, how enjoy how much enjoyment he has doing it. No, he's great for baseball and people who don't watch this guy uh, opening days on uh, Thursday, make sure you tune into this guy. Cause he's, he's something to behold. It's, it's amazing to watch this guy play and the enjoyment that he got out of winning that world baseball classic this, this past week and everything else. He, he, uh, he gets it. And, and I think that's a big thing. He, he gets it and kids hey. should, kids should uh, enjoy. And the thing is, and we didn't talk about this last, like last segment day, but, um, a lot of times baseball guys, uh, they're, so, they're very stoic because they play a lot of games and they win, they lose. And I see that a lot with, with kids as well that they're like, okay, well, we're playing tomorrow anyways, right? Enjoy your, when you, when you win, fucking own it, man. You did something that you that you 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 were attempting to do, and I, baseball kind of loses that a little bit because they play so many games, and the the old boys club say you can't bat flip. And I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy, hundred percent. Kids don't get the enjoyment out of winning baseball games uh, that, that I think that they should. And you watch that Japanese team, man. They they had a great time, and then the the team that lost, they were having a shitty time. And I think that that, that the the compete thing in baseball is a loss at the lower levels a lot. I think. Well, and, that, and that's kind of what I was trying to um, make a point of uh, when we were talking about it earlier. Like the, the the joy and playing for emotion and playing for each other and playing for your country. Like that that can't be that can't be bought. That can't be replicated. That can't be faked. Like you're there and you, and you're winning as a team, right? The fact that you went over four, you're dancing on the mound as hard as anybody else. Yeah. Like because you know what you went you went three for four on that quarterfinal game when when you needed it, right? You know, yeah. you, you you can't be the hero every goddamn game. And you know, and that's a that's the the thing about baseball, right? Like you you win some, you, you lose some, sometimes it rains. You fail seven ten times you're going to the Hall of Fame. Right. It's one, it's one of those things. Well, baseball, baseball is hard. Like hitting's hard and the whole bit and how kids don't get, get more excited nowadays. It's odd to me that they don't, they don't show more emotion. I think that's the old boys in North America that kind of have curbed that for a lot of years. And I think, I, I think it's changing a little bit, but that respect for the game and to do it, fuck off. If you hit a home run, fucking swing your dick a little bit. Jesus. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's like hard. I, yeah. Baseball hitting's hard. Enjoy your moments. You might not get another one. You might not get yeah. like there was a kid today, uh Liberts' last name. I can't remember his first name already off the top of my head. He hit a home run today and he was rounding first base and he was more surprised than I was. And like it was like because I he's good, he's a good kid and everything else, but he doesn't doesn't hit very well. And and he hit a home run and he gave a woo Rick Flair style the whole bit and he was smiling ear to ear the whole time. And I was I was happy for him because I've seen him grow up a little bit. And I was like, that's how it should be. Show emotion and and bat flip and the whole like because the old boys around baseball respect the game. I fuck off with that. That's that's 1985 shit. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. <laughs> The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca for 10% off. Uh, they're all natural hockey products and apparel. Make sure you support these guys today. They have got great stuff out there to make your hockey bag and your baseball bag, whatever it is, to make your, your stuff smell good and your hands smell good because uh, we all know the d- dirty mitts can make your fucking your, your hockey hands uh 
push people away. There's no doubt about that, David. And who doesn't like a good smelling bag? Well, people from Manscaped also also like a, a nice smelling bag, right? So we're we're hitting everything up uh, all at once. Like here, the fourteen twenty podcast promotion, cross promotion, solving the problems of the smelly bags around the world tonight. Uh, Dave, I can't remember if it was last year or the, it must have been last year. It couldn't have been the year before because there was a COVID situation with the Western Hockey League. But uh, last night, uh, it started on actually Tuesday night. There was games uh, in. Washington State and British Columbia, the way the, the league is all set up. Uh, National Down Syndrome Day was the 21st, I think it is. Uh, they were talking, blah, what, not, not blah, blah, but they were the, uh, all the players throughout the league were wearing two different socks. Uh, and I I was a little bit off put by it. And last night in Lethbridge here, there was a game with the Lethbridge Hurricanes and the Calgary Hitmen. And the players, once again, were wearing two different socks. I remember last year uh, when I first heard of this and first saw this, I was like, that's a bit off-putting to me, and I'm not well, like once again not woke, not anti-woke, not right, left, anything. I just thought that was a little off-putting that there, there, there was a you have. Uh, I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of uh, taking a backhanded stab at people with Down syndrome, thinking like just because you have Down syndrome doesn't mean you you're not going to put on two socks the same color. Um, uh, am I right? Am I wrong? Am I a bit? Is it, is it odd that I'm thinking this way? Is it uh, fill me in if I'm being a little bit too too soft, too easy, too hard, or or too left, too right, or whatever it is? Like fill me in because I I'm confused by the whole thing. Because I, I thought I think it's a bad look for for uh, hockey players wearing two different socks to commemorate. Because a lot of Down syndrome kids end up being stick boys, uh, 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 assistant trainers, and help out with junior hockey teams. I thought it was a bad look, man. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Um, the 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 mismatch, the, the mismatch socks thing isn't a hockey thing. It's 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 from advocates of the Down syndrome population, uh, people with um that are afflicted with Down syndrome. Um, I I read up a little bit about it and and why it is on March twenty first is because it's a chromosome thing. Um, what did I jot down here? Um. The chromosomes, um, chromosome 21, everybody has two. Well, not everybody. Most people have two. Um, you have an extra chromosome 21 um, if you have Down syndrome. So you that's why it's March 21st. Chromosomes look like socks, and they're mismatched socks. So this idea of mismatched socks to commemorate uh, Down syndrome awareness day was long before hockey came around. So hockey came to adopt the symbolism of awareness from the organization that wants the awareness. So like there, there's there's nothing, there's no mockery involved at all. And oh, and okay. you know, and I, I learned something like in the 1420 podcast. And 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 that and that's fine because I thought it being odd too, and that was my immediate reaction as well. To think like, oh Jesus, like why, like because we don't think these people are smart enough to put on matching socks. That's not it at all, and that's why it's important that they do this because you and I are now having this conversation, and and I did the research and looked at it. These people who who are born with Down syndrome and and. They don't have a choice, and they want to be recognized. And I don't know if you had, if you know anybody with Down syndrome. I do, 
not a close friend. It's a friend of my wife's fa- uh, a friend. He's a, uh, he's a friend of my wife, and, and he's approximately her age. And I've met him plenty of times now, but I didn't know him before I met Kaylee. And he's 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 a he's a great guy. He just happens to have Down syndrome, so obviously he has his limitations. But it's it's just a different thing, and it's a person that most people don't have. I'm gonna even say the opportunity to get to know and not be weirded out by people with Down syndrome because trust me this people with Down syndrome know they have Down syndrome and they don't want to be treated any different than you and I yeah when I played hockey in Bonneville we had uh, we, our, our locker room attendant was a guy by the name of Milton Roman Chuck he just passed away this past year and uh, when I, I, was, it, I was working up in the Bonneville area I hadn't seen Milton in oh Jesus it had to have been 23 24 years and uh, went to a game, a Bonneville Pontiacs game, and went in the stands and then talking to him. And I walked up and, hey, Melton, uh, do you remember me? And I, he goes, he kind of looked at me a little bit because why would you? I mean, it's been twenty whatever years. And I said my name, and his eyes lit up like a like a Christmas tree. And he, he remembered my name, Milton Roman. Chuck. Red light, red Linsky. Well, he, he no, he never say he never said red light, red Linsky, <laughs> Although that that was my nickname, but no, it was it was quite endearing to to see a guy like that remember you all those years later because it. So many players go through these junior hockey loops, right? So 24 plus years that he's had players in and out of that dressing room. Milton was the locker room attendant and he did towels and, and stuff, water bottles and that kind of got that kind of thing. But on game days, he uh he wore his uh his suit because he was on game days, he was assistant general manager and, and he thought and he thought he was. I mean, whatever. And he he was making decisions for trades and things in, in his head. But Milton was the kind of guy ar- around the room that would bring up spirits and, and the like because you would see him. Uh, and not and because they're, they're they're they got some things that that aren't right. It's just it's a chromosome thing, like you said. And but when things were going a little bit down for for the team, Milton would show up and we go. You know what? Things could be worse. And like and, and he had a good life and he lived a lot longer than, than we thought he was going to live. But it it was always a good thing to have Milton around the room to say, you know what? We bitch about the little things in the world. We don't have tape for our sticks or whatever it is. And, and, and th- this guy's still smiling a lot. And, and and like a lot of junior hockey teams have these guys on their staff and they travel with the team and they get to the tracks with a little bit. And it's, it's a great thing that junior hockey actually does. And other sports probably do it as well. But like the way hockey does that, and it, that's, why I, that's why I was a bit shocked at about the two sock thing because I didn't know. Now, now that I know, we learned something again. The more you know, the, the rainbow across across my head. Maybe I'll put that up on YouTube tomorrow. But the more you know, now now I know. Like, but but I I, I thought I thought it was a bit off putting at first. No, and, and I understand that, and and I didn't know. Um, and so that's why I looked, and and you told me to look. Um, I I have my rules. Like you do all the fucking I told this you stuff. <laughs> well, you asked me to look. Uh, uh, and you know what? I'll guarantee. Come off that bridge. No. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll guarantee you. Milt knew he was an assistant general manager. Like these these these. No, people, he introduced himself as assistant assistant general manager. Yeah, I know, and he did that for a joke because, oh, uh, like, I don't. Got, well, he, he got pretty mad at us some days, but whatever. Well, but nonetheless, um, it's it's kind of funny that this topic came up, and now I under kind of understand why it's uh it's it's a uh, it's a UN world recognized day for recognizing and 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 down syndrome awareness um 
one of the podcasts I try to listen to, like, Jesus Christ, we got too many friends on, like, what a bitch, eh? We got too many friends on this podcast network because after I finished listening to Level the Playing Field and then Two Dudes and then Jim, thank God Jim's actually taking a break, gives me 30 minutes to listen to someone else, and then Brutally Honest. Um, Mark Marin is one of the podcasts, um, What the Fuck, um, that's the name of his podcast, not What the... Um, and I listened to one. And, I'm sure there's a podcast out there called What the Fuck, but whatever. It is. It's better. Mark Maron's WTF podcast. And uh, he had Bobby Fairley, one of the Fairley brothers, uh, uh, who's one of the movie making geniuses who are responsible for Dumb and Dumber. They're responsible for um, Kingpin. They're responsible for What About Mary? Yeah. Um, and, and so he was on there and he himself now he's working apart from his brother has a movie with uh starring Woody Harrelson. It's called champions. And it's about Woody Harrelson is a coach that gets, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've seen the, I've yeah. seen the, the trailers for that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like his community service is having to work with, uh, uh, uh mentally disadvantaged youths. Um, and if he makes the special Olympics with this team, um then he gets expunged or whatever and it's the the trailers are fucking hilarious and so this bobby fairly like um was talking about it and it was awesome because you know, everybody that uh that saw what about mary um mary had the challenged kid the franks and beans franks and beans and yeah. like if you fucked with his ears he beat the shit out of you that was he goes that was played by uh um a, a full functional person, like a, a non-disadvantaged person. And he goes, and now looking back, you know, we can't do that. And so this movie now, every actor um, of, of the, 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 the people with down syndrome are actual down syndrome people in real life. Yeah. And he, and he says it was, it was a remarkable thing. Like, you know, the first time everybody's kind of walking on eggshells. How do we treat these people? I think, and by the end, everybody's buddies. Like everybody yeah. has a personality. They're not. They're 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 different. They're they they are different than us, and they are somewhat intellectual. But I'm different than you. But there's different. Yeah, no, exactly. It, it's, it's they're, they're just yeah, so it's... different. But these are real people with real emotions. And and to 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 <laughs> to listen to him talk about um, the relationship um, that that the cast and crew made with these actors and he called them actors every time because that's what they were. He was, he was, it was, it was amazing. These yeah. are real people with, with a disability. And, and, and the fact that, uh, I don't know exactly how to put this. Like, you know, like these are real people with real emotions. They have a mom and dad who love them. And went through things and and got them in a position to succeed, and they can they can succeed. Yeah. And and the fact that we're talking about it right now because the WHL decided to wear different socks on one day, I think is a good thing. And 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 it's not like that we have everyday interaction with people with um, Down syndrome. It's it's a fact that we 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 know that it's not something to be embarrassed about or treat or, or treat him with 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 kid gloves because these are real people that that know 
they know their situation and they just wanted to be treated normal like you and I. Yeah, there was, I, I got a funny, we, we'll get off this in half a second. Maybe we'll jump onto Moose's little story to end, to end the night, but he's a little bit uh, upset with the Calgary Flames. But uh, my, my, my year in Bonneville there, Back 1993, I think it was, me and uh, your friend and mine, uh, Chad Gray, old Sticky, we got ourselves in a little bit of trouble in the summer of 92, and uh, it all came down to a, down, down to a, I got in trouble, it got, it got settled out of court, and I did something stupid that I shouldn't have done, and, and anyways, I ended up with community service, like you were just talking about, like Woody Harrelson in that movie, and I ended up in community service at the Dove Center in, in Bonneville, which were, uh, they, they employed a lot of handicapped people, people with Down syndrome and the like and everything else, and uh, my job there was to, to stack newspapers, I got 300 hours, I think it was, whatever it was. That's but, a lot of Oh yeah, there was, there was a situation. But uh, uh, we put a bike rack across the road, and a guy hit it, and we got in trouble, and whatever. The, the, the guy was speeding, but it doesn't much matter. So, anyways, Milton Milton also worked at the Dove Center, so he he was uh, moonlighting as the Bonneville Pontiac's assistant general manager, and he, where his day job was at the uh, at the Dove Center. And the first day I rolled in there to to do to get my service done, there's Milton uh, sitting in the in the the pre like the pre-job meeting or pre 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 pre-day meeting to start and he saw me walk in like just all disheveled like what am i doing here you know and milton rolled over grabbed me here's my goalie brent radlitsky introduced me to all his buddies around the shop there i was like oh and it, it, looking back it, it's funny like it was it was a great moment and everything else and milton was prouder and everything else and you know like they they, they have a different life and they have different things it, it's 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 interesting like that i learned something tonight that you that i'm, I'm glad that you looked that up because i like i said I, I thought that was a bit off-putting that they 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 were i, I thought they were making fun of it and i was like well that that doesn't seem very right but you you brought light to the situation let me know so that i thank you very much uh dave last night our friend moose hildebrand he uh he sent us a message, which Moose doesn't do very often. He pre, he keeps pretty low key. He doesn't talk about much. He doesn't reach out very often. But something set him off last night about uh, the Calgary Flames, which is always a great subject for us to talk about because it's only two hours south of where we are. And uh, north, north, sorry, uh, Calgary's two hours south. But yeah, it doesn't much matter. But. Uh, there's players and there's talk about players not wanting to come back and play next year if Sutter's around because uh, he's he's a little hard on the boys and he doesn't talk very nice about the boys. If you were Sutter, do you just dig your heels in? Because he's probably going to get fired. But do you dig your heels in now even more so and start talking trash about these guys for other franchises to say, this guy's soft, this guy's this, this guy's this. Because talking bad about your coach or your general manager or your team or anything else that never turns out well for a player. Do you think Sutter's going to be like, all right, you little pricks, watch this. I think he already has changed his tune. Like when uh, we talked about it, when he did that, when that uh, they called that guy up and and Sutter hates playing fucking rookies. He hates it. And, 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 and I don't think that's a stretch or, or by any stretch of the imagination. Um, what was his fucking name? And then Pelche. someone Pelche. And then someone asked Sutter about what, what number was he? Yeah. Uh, and he looked that was a dick sheet. move, yeah. It was a total dick move. Like, you know what? How does that endear yourself to the team? And I'm sure he read the the comments by everybody around. 
and, and from the media, from the fans, from the message boards. Like he doesn't read that shit. But I don't think he knows how to log on to that kind of shit. But he has friends that yeah. that get in his ear. He has a general manager, and he's like, Jesus Christ, did you have to be such? His a son has Down syndrome, I think. Actually, correct. He does. Yeah. yeah. Um, he goes like. Really? Was that necessary what you did there? We understand that you're a hard ass and this is what you do. But that was really you went out of your way to uh take a dump on this guy's major uh major league debut. And and since then he's really been a lot less critical of his players in the media. I've noticed that. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you're a hard ass and your players aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like the, like Nazem Kadri and Jonathan Uberdo and Markstrom, like Jesus Christ! If those three players played, Mangiapane hasn't scored. He's got ten goals, whatever it is, and the rest of it, like all these guys. And and the 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 last one that made me laugh about about Sutter, I think it was last Saturday night when he said, "Well, our best players aren't playing very good." Like basically, like he said, uh, our, "How is that criticism?" He said, "Our best our best players are, are just aren't very good right now." Like our best players, their best players are better. Their best players play better than our best players, and 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 it's funny that you get these guys like Kadri, who's who's not afraid to to say what what's on his mind, which I admire a little bit. But you, you they get ran these, him out of Toronto. You get these guys uh, th- throughout sports, and it's it's never the the, the lesser lights like the the third liners or the second liners, even or, or the uh, the guy who hits seventh in the order or whatever it is it's always these fucking high profile guys who who are told from the age of four how great they are who feel the need to spell back at management sometimes these kids just need to shut up shut up and you're getting paid and we I, I they're getting paid probably less than what they're worth but you know what you're getting paid to perform perform and you know what is what the coach is saying is actually not even close to what the public's saying. Yes, you shouldn't care what the public is saying, but shut up and do your job better. If you, you know what, you know who doesn't get criticism? Teams who are, who are winning and players who are playing good. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. And exactly. I don't, I, I don't think that's hard. You want, you don't want criticism? Play better. You don't want me to say bad things? Play better. Have you heard McDavid uh, say one shit thing about a head coach that he had? He's on what on like his sixth, seventh year in the league. He's on his fourth, fifth coach. Not he him talking. No, he wouldn't say shit if his mouth was full of it. He's he's just gonna. I'm gonna play harder. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna that. go and try harder. And yeah. and, and like and I'm glad you brought that up, Dave. He has some kind of a look. He got his sixtieth last night. He has some kind of a look about him. Like, he's a man on a bit of a mission right now. Like, I, I, you hate to say, because you can't put the whole team on him. Eventually, you got you to gotta get a, a goalie who can stop hockey pucks, and you got to get some defense who can do something and kill some penalties. But he looks like there's something between his ears where he's, you know what, to be on that, that next level and to be the all-time great, I need to win one. And he's on some kind of a mission, right? Like, it, it just, he has a look on his face right now. Yeah, no one is going to try harder than me, and I got the skills. And to I got be the, the talent best to do it player. too. Yeah, and and then that's what he does. Like, um, uh, just for example, last night in that game against Arizona, um, I don't, I didn't watch the game. I just watched the highlights how Arizona got them to overtime. But nonetheless, he got that breakaway, rang one off the post, dry settle forecheck, got it back off that Arizona guy. 
He had that breakaway, did the exact same move, and just shot the puck one inch. Oh, it's it's unbelievable what he's it was, doing. Like it's he's so fast, he's so lethal, he's the single best. He's he's as good of a player that has ever existed offensively. Yeah, he, and he's lapped the field with everything. Like he's just he's that much better than everybody else. Like it's 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 if 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 you have a a a, 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 a number one centerman. McDavid's, uh, you can't even describe how, how much better he is than everybody else. Like it's not even close. Like how, like the MVP and everything else, and the heart that's going to happen. He's locked that up, and there, there shouldn't be. If, if there's one, if there's one NHL writer who doesn't vote for McDavid to 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 win the the Hart Trophy this year, that guy should lose his vote, without a doubt. Like I I don't I don't know how you could even make an argument for anybody like i i don't know and, and like i actually hope someone does and i hope someone calls him out for it like you know like what the fuck are you thinking explain yourself yeah explain yourself anyway. because at, at there, there, there comes a time where you know it's kind of cool to be contrarian but at the end of the day when when it's clear that 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 water is wet and you're the only one saying water is not wet <laughs> Well, there, you're, there, there was done. that, there was that Don't one guy for the Baseball Hall of Fame who didn't vote in Derek, Derek Jeter. So uh, there's, there's always that possibility, right? I, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's, it's odd the way that it's all always out. possible, but you know, like someone might be a honk and give it to. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't even know, like, like who else in the NHL would you possibly vote for? For, for nobody, the most valuable player in the league. Nobody. Like, it's not like a goalie standing on his head this year. No. It's 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 ridiculous. So like, I don't know. Like, if if you're not a hockey fan and do listen to us, just you know, just go to YouTube and 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 do McDavid highlights. Yeah. This guy is a human video game. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Anyways, Dave, fun show tonight. Uh, we got a lot accomplished, but I don't think we I don't think we ruffled any feathers tonight for the first time in a while. Well, we didn't do any besmirching. You, I, I think you tried to besmirch, but then uh, I, I, I thought I, we were I, going I to besmirch, but we didn't besmirch. Our, our usual Thursday besmirching never really happened this this time around. So, yeah. I do have a would you rather before. Okay, we, I, I, I like, like would yeah. you rather's. Give me, give me a would you rather, and we'll okay. wrap her up. Okay, you know, and like, and I'm just saying, for instance, for instance, now, like, um, um, this year, um, the Flames are probably not going to make the, the playoffs and the Oilers are clearly going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So would you rather, would you rather your team miss the playoffs or make the playoffs and get boat raced by your fiercest rival? Miss, miss, miss. Wow. Fuck it. How bad do we miss the playoffs? I'm bared. Like, um, oh, fuck. Uh, like by two, three points. Like you know, I don't like, want to barely miss because that means we finish in like uh, in, in in NHL. You finish seventeen, right? Yeah. So your draft pick isn't going to be that fucking good. Yeah. So I mean, everything, everything just after, missed the playoffs. Like, after top top eight in the National Hockey League or even in National Football League, after after, after the first eight guys, it's just, it's another player. It's just another guy, right? So I would rather make the playoffs because playoff experience is very important. And get get getting a few games in, even if you get bolt race and you lose, as long as you're not getting fucking smoked. See, 
Yo, no, that's what I mean. Like smoked. Like six you two seven give... two seven one. Like... So yeah, you're like so I'll give you. And the then you don't. And then you don't play the fourth game because the the other three were so bad. Yeah, and then but you <laughs> they they let you win game game four at home, right? So like they so want game least... five of their home for another playoff day. Right, right. So the, like the, the fix like... is always in. The fix is always in, Dave. Six two five one three nothing, and then you win. Uh, game three, oh. four, three in overtime, and then go back to their bar. No, I'd rather make the playoffs still, even though you get raced like that. Because by your rival, oh. by your bitter rival, like so. If the uh, so I guess I guess. Boston- uh, you know what? Fuck that. I'd rather miss because I remember like a couple couple three years ago when the Yankees lost the Red Sox and, and then the Yankees lost the. I hated that. I hated it. It, it was, I, I didn't even want to watch, but you watch because you're supposed to. I hated it. It was, I, I'd rather not even play those, I, I'd rather not play those games because as a fan, you want to watch. And I'm a, like, I'm, a, I'm a, obviously a Yankee guy. I hated it. I hated every second of it. Like, I hated uh, that's it. That's what I mean. Like, I hated, just, I, I, I hated it. Because when, not when, just losing. Because when, when your team dominated. missed the playoffs, when your team missed the playoffs uh, or, or misses on the last day of the season, you Always know, next year. You know you're not winning a championship. Rarely right. does a team ever come out of fucking never, never land. Cinderella never wins. Never. Never. Like, never. Sweet 16, maybe, but Cindy Relly fucking dress in yellow never wins. I'd rather my team fucking miss all than lose my bitter rival. 100%. I hated, I hated every second of those losses. Like, I hated it. I'm gonna put myself through it again this fucking year. It's funny, yeah. It's just... I, I like I agree. Like, just don't don't let them like you know. Uh, you can't even make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to to actually have to watch a game and see the see destruction the and see how much worse your team is than your rival than and then your no. bitter rival. It's not just any team. It's your bitter rival. Like so, for you it would be Boston. Yeah. You know, for the Flames it would be the Oilers. Like last year oh. when the Flames lost to the Oilers, like sure they won Game One, but then the Oilers just started Said, yeah. stomping them. You don't have a goaltender, yeah. and we're going to show you how yeah. bad your goaltender is. He's broken. We broke him, and this is what you and do he's to still broken broke goaltenders. Yeah, and then then he hasn't been oh. fixed since then. Um. Yeah, that's that's awful. Like like losing sucks. Losing sucks. Yeah. But losing to your rival. It's worse. Those oh, ones those ones grind you. Oh, it hurts so much more. Yeah. And 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 yeah, that don't yeah. make the playoffs. Like I'd rather not show, like don't start, answer the bell. And starting a week from right now, I'm gonna do it to myself all over again for another fucking 162. I don't know why uh, I do it. Well, because you love the game, because you're a good sport, and Yankee fans are fucking dumb. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm a good Yankee fan though. Twenty-seven titles. No, it's not. I never, I never say that. <laughs> I don't. It's it's, it's fucking race for twenty-eight. Yeah, whatever. They won when there was three teams. Half the time they won with a fucking flip of the coin for fuck's sakes. But yeah, yeah. And that's when half the league was in New York. Yeah, you got another one, or is that it? Oh, that was it. I'm sorry. I just no, I no. That's no. That's perfect. No, that was good. No, it's a good uh, way to end off the weekend, off the show. Uh, what do you got going this weekend? What's happening, Dave? Um. Well, the boy is gonna. It's a baseball. He made the travel team, so those fuckers practice a lot. Um, he's going to be going to an umpire camp. I don't uh, know if surprise, you are aware, surprise. but yeah, there's no, one well on aware Saturday. 
He's going to be going there, and yeah. uh, and I hope he has an enjoyable time, gets some good instruction from some very qualified individuals. I don't yeah. know who's running that fucking Well, I'll see if I can sober up by them, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> no, Jasper's a good student. He's a very good student. He learns very well. And he don't, I, was kind of, I was kind of hoping he would uh, join the umpire fraternity a little bit sooner, but he's going to play baseball for a little, a little while longer before he becomes one of us and goes to the dark side. But yeah. Well, he's young now. He yeah. has to develop a bit of a hate for the, for the boys in blue before you he go. can actually join the blue boys in blue. Then eventually, yeah. otherwise, you know, I'm hoping for some good weather and, um, that's about it. Sundays are, are fun days. Now there's no sports. I get a kick up. I get a relax. It's not nice enough to do yard work. So, so that gets me off the hook and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We're going to play it as she goes. There we go. Anyway, so fun show tonight, Dave. We, uh, I think we solved some problems. We didn't create too many. It's always a, a good thing. Thursdays, we had a little bit more uh, rambunctious and figure shit out. Mondays, we seem to be a little more docile for some reason. Maybe we'll, we'll change it up next Monday. We'll, How's hey, your brackets? I don't, I don't care. Oh, mine are fucking broken. Mine were broken last week. and I, I, I don't even know who played. I don't even know who played tonight. That's how much I, I, I don't care. Like, you, yeah, you I, know, the button, I, I don't care. Yeah, I'll see my scores. That one's were off. I don't. Yo, know. I'll look it up. I want the Crimson Tide to lose. I don't know if they're playing tonight. I I picked them to win in the belly up pool, just because uh, their their record or what it was. But I would rather they didn't. No, I can't support people like that. Yeah. It's, and when I say people, I mean Crimson, the Crimson Tide. Tide. Yeah. Period. It's not. Yeah. Whatever. Left off. Right. This, left yeah. off. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. See you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, David? Jim, don't swing at high pitches. What happens if Connor Bernard goes to Vancouver? They'll be a better hockey team. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> So then they'll finish in sixth and lose With, the first round. Oh, uh, yeah. Bakunuts. I don't know why. Because now, now they're winning hockey games, eh? Like, yeah, don't okay. win. Fuck. Why not? It's not even. As long as Bedard doesn't go to Arizona. If he goes to Arizona. I, you know what? I'd rather see him in Montreal or Vancouver than anywhere else. I just don't want him in Arizona. That's where he's going to end up. That's, I don't care where it's under Gary Bettman's fucking great big plan. So, yeah. I would not go, but that's a different thing. Well, we talked about it a while ago, Liz. We should probably replay that one. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Make sure you, you uh, Mike. Support, support our sponsors, SeatGeek, Manscaped, uh, uh, Bar Burner Hockey, everything else, Belly Up Sports. We've got a lot going on there. Uh, with some other, there are other shows we've got on the network there, so we, they, they greatly appreciate you. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you again on third, on Monday night. Night, everybody. Don't forget high pitches, Jim. Sorry for wrecking the end. Keep your stick on the ice. That's it. Didn't wreck the end, you